Welcome to the PJ Party Podcast. My Christmas name, Week Edition, right? Yeah. Sorry, we were going to say that your name is and what? My name is Jenny and, and your name is Paul. Every podcast, someone is their first podcast they've ever listened to. So they don't know what they P stands for. They don't know what are. J stands for. Yeah. I could be Johnny. And I could be Paulina. Mm-hmm. But we ain't. We ain't. All right. So it's the week before Christmas and uh, we talk about even more Christmas stuff in the podcast. Yeah. Now, tell, tell me about this this mysterious phone call that you got during the podcast this week. Well, you know, Jen, I saw Star Wars The Last Jedi this past week. Saw it twice. Wow. It's back to back, bang, bang. And you know how, like, obsessed I've been with it. I've been totally distracted about my life. I don't have anything done for Christmas because I've just been, like, reading about Star Wars and watching videos online and getting ready and rewatching the trailer. And I saw it, and I have, like, a ton of mixed emotions about it. Oh. Star Wars fans kind of know what I'm talking about. Like, this movie is really quite polarizing it's not universally loved or universally hated but people do hate it and do love it and i liked it you know i liked it enough to see it twice in a row Mm -hmm. but it's really a a mess i know you just know that star wars is a thing but not really loving into it you're not really a star wars fan or nothing no that's exactly it yeah so it's like a weird time and a place for star wars fan and i was talking about that on the radio and uh i came to the realization that uh we can't do this anymore i know that disney has us in this force choke grip Mm -hmm. where they just empty our wallets out of movie ticket money every single year for the rest of our lives but we can't let it be the entire thing we live for that was the realization that i came to with the help of a very very wise puppet or sorry muppet and that's how we'll start the podcast then we'll listen to that very phone call hey the zone not even three not liking star wars hmm? no master yoda. yoda i love yoda. star wars master yoda yoda says taking kids to movie good thing Mm-hmm. Oh, because the kids see it with fresh eyes and they love it, and then you can love it through their eyes? Oh, yes, young Jedi. Mm. Very good. And also, is this fantasy that maybe uh, as adults in our 30s, we shouldn't be hinging so much of our life on? Mm-hmm. Point taken. <laughs> well, take wow. kids to movies. Such a great advice. Thank you for reaching out from the netherworld of the Force. Oh, we lost connection there through the Force. Today in the afternoon zone, the Victoria Royals put out their... No, sorry. Are it's the royal family. Oh, the royal family. That. <laughs> sorry. Oh, take I don't two. give a shit about that. <laughs> I know. I know, but I'm going to do a joke, so take two. Oh, big news. Big news in the afternoon zone. The royal family, they put out their Christmas card. Yeah. It's just funny because, like, that can't be a Christmas card anymore, a picture of all of you, because it used to be like, okay, we saved up and we went down and we had a picture taken and now we're going to send it to you in the mail. Now it's just like, okay, just go on my Facebook and you'll see 40,000 pictures of me in every configuration and in every outfit and in every face that I can make. They just are all there. So just go and do that. Sorry, this isn't special for Christmas cards anymore. No, it's true. That's why I can't frame a picture of myself and give it to my grandmother as a Christmas present this year. It doesn't work. No one gives a two. No one gives a two. Sorry, royal family. No one gives a two. <laughs> I did my uh, first amount of Christmas shopping today. Oh, how was that? Good. It was really good. We're a week out now from the big day, which is so wild to me. Whoa, yeah. Um, it was interesting, too, before I headed out into the fray, I was listening to Dylan and Jason, and they were talking about, Dylan made this really good point. He was talking about how um, the best gifts, regardless of price um, or how much money they cost, is like how much you'll use them. Mm-hmm. 
And it was so funny at the time, I looked down at my body and head to toe, everything I was wearing was a gift at some point. The shirt I got from my in-laws, my Blundstones, my wife bought me many Christmases ago, my watch, same thing. A jacket was an in-law, like everything. Wow. My jeans even. Everything except for my underwear and <laughs> socks I had purchased for myself. But like everything was just a gift. My wow. whole life is filled with these wonderful gifts and that's so nice. You got some good gift givers. I do. I'm lucky in that you. way. Yeah. So I want to, you know, to want to give back and all that. And then, so I heard Dylan say that. And then I heard this really great thing about a guideline. It was mostly for kids. But this is great too, like in your own life, if you have anyone you want to buy for. And it rhymes too, which is great. So you should be buying them something, something they really want. Something they really need. Something they wear and something they read. Oh, I love that. Right? That's great. Yeah. If you're going to be buying, and that's it. Because I know a lot of people that go ham with their kids and Christmas and everything. There's way more than four gifts each. Mm -hmm. But if you just do that, that's plenty. That's a very Merry Christmas. They're going to be so jazzed about that big one that they were asking for and they really want that they'll, you know, the other three are great too. That's all just like padding, I guess. Or even if you hit one of those, that right? would be great as well. That's mm -hmm. right. Maybe it's like a book, but not a thing to wear. Mm -hmm. But I'd be pretty, that, that sounds like a pretty good Christmas. If that's all I receive for Christmas, four gifts under those headings each. I'm so stoked. Oh, yeah. It's a very Merry Christmas, I'd say. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, I know you're making gifts, which I love. Yeah, I'm half making gifts and then half giving something music related for nice. the year. Yeah, kind of like a reflection of this year's music. Yeah. Whether it's a record or, or whatever, yeah. concert tickets, something like that. Mm -hmm. do, you, do you find that there is something that you really want? Like, do you go into Christmas season wishing and hoping that someone will get you something? Oh, no, not usually. Really? Yeah, there's nothing I can really think I really need or want. Um, it's nice. I really do enjoy getting records, though, because yeah. it does cost a lot to build up your collection. Sure. Um, that That's what I really like. This is what I think makes for an easy... Like me, like I said, like I looked down and everything I was a gift. I think it's because... And the greatest thing you can do for all your friends and family members who want to buy you something mm -hmm. is always be putting out in the world what you desire. <laughs> okay? <laughs> because when the Apple Watch came out, all I did was yell and scream about how I wanted an Apple Watch. Well, on my birthday rolled around, that was an easy gift. Do you know what I mean? Uh, All I oh man, Blundstones, I really should get a pair of those. Man, that'd be great. Christmas rolled around, what do you go out and buy me? Always be chirping about what you love. Make it easy for your friends and family to just buy you those things. Mm -hmm. Tips. Good tips. Why? Why? Why is you went on a ghostly walk this weekend? <laughs> I love ghostly walks. It's Christmas time. Yeah. And you went on a ghostly what? walk. You think that ghosts just don't exist during Christmas? You think they only exist during Halloween? Of course there are ghosts. And they need to be observed and talked about year round. I just, yeah. It made kind of sense to me that you were going like twice a week around Halloween. I was like, oh, okay, I get it. She's obsessed with this. But okay, yeah, it's neat. Okay. It's Halloween. It's She's getting stuff for the show and learning about the town. and everything. But it's Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas. Get into the ghostly spirit, my friend. Winter solstice is coming up. That's a spooky time, right? Right? <laughs> is, it? is it? Is it? I don't know. It can be. You okay. can do seances and stuff. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I, I think it's just so cool because you can learn all this, like, this history about Victoria. And there are mm. so many different tours and stories to be told. So it's like, yeah, you're getting kind of like spooky ghost stories with it. But these ones were... 
Christmas sort of stories. So, you know, a ghost that only comes back on Christmas Eve oh. or, you know, Roger's Chocolates, like the, the ghost that um, haunts that place and, and the story behind that ghost, right. little Freddy and, yeah. and, and things like that. That's, a, that's Christmas related? It is. Why? Yeah, what happened? Well, I, I don't know. You should go to a ghostly walk yourself and okay. check it out. Yeah. I would definitely encourage it. Um, but no, it, it's really cool. And uh, yeah, they have a whole bunch of Christmas sort of stories to tell as well that they tell during Halloween too, but they kind of gather them all together and you can, you know, walk around with hot chocolate and talk about <laughs> ghosts and stuff. It's great. I loved it. I'm joshing with you and giving you a hard time, but I, you know, I think it's actually, it's so true that when you look back on um, like all of our traditions, every, including Halloween and Christmas too, though, all kind of share this this like crossover with the supernatural mm -hmm. that I know like these days we try and whitewash it out. It's very similar to how like how uh, Die Hard could never be a Christmas movie because there aren't a bunch of claymation reindeer in it. Mm. It's not like soft and fluffy and Christmassy and Santa Clausy. Okay, well, guess what? It's related to Christmas. And same with, you know, you think about Christmas Carol. The whole thing is ghosts. Yeah. It's all a bunch of ghosts. It's all the supernatural around Christmas. Mm -hmm. Okay, a lot of the traditions around Christmas, like, uh, did you know, with you know, the, the, the Christmas tree? Mm -hmm. The evergreen tree in your house. Do you know why that became a tradition? No, tell me. It's because evergreenery is very powerful in the mythology or whatever of keeping away evil demons. Oh. Okay, that's why that's handed down over generations and generations. We put a Christmas tree in our house. Mm. It's not so that there's something to put presents under. It's to keep away the horrifying demons that want to swallow our souls. Yeah, there are also, yeah, dark Christmas spirits like Krampus so we know about <laughs> as well. So I kind of love that you went on a ghostly walk. Yeah, I would recommend everyone to do it. They're 15 bucks. You just go to the tourism center, you know, right in front of the Empress, which has the most ghost stories in all of Victoria. And uh, there's a different one every night, right? So... Yeah, we went to the one last night, went uh, and checked out where they did the hangings, like the public hangings and oh everything in Bastion <laughs> Square. And yeah, it was great. Got into the Christmas spirit. <sighs> yeah, that was spooky. Christmas. <laughs> okay, actually, Brian, you can help us out with this. We have to, I have to read this message that we got from uh, Deborah a little while ago. Okay. All right. You put on some music in the background there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. One okay. second. One right. second. No. no pressure, Brian. Don't nope. worry. I can sing until then. Yeah. Do you know what? Can you sing, Jen? Because I lost the message as well. <laughs> you lost the message too? I found it. I found this it. This is just... Shit. Deborah writes, Hello, you guys. What are the chances you know of any restaurants open in Victoria Christmas Day? Not really feeling the urge to cook for a whole day only to have it eaten in 15 minutes by the hordes. Oh, true. And how expensive is it to cook a meal, mm -hmm. right? It ends up costing you like 250 bucks. Well, especially if you're doing the traditional, like the turkey yeah. or whatever mm -hmm. on Christmas Day. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, this is not a bad idea at all. I've actually heard from people that, you know, it's a very traditional. We gather around and everyone has to go to someone's house and blah, blah, blah. But um, the best Christmases ever, I've heard from some people, are the ones where they all kind of pick a non-point. You know, they go to a hotel or something like that, mm -hmm. uh, kind of uh, midway between where everybody lives. Get a room for the night. Everyone just has Christmas morning, like in the lobby around the tree or something like that. And then they eat in the restaurant and it's the loveliest meal and it's just fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No one has to worry about any of the stress of it. Yeah. So, interesting. Yeah, I've done that before. Uh, the hotel Christmas. Usually there's hotel, I mean, uh, restaurants at the bottom of hotels. They would probably be open. I'm sure you'd have to reserve, though, because mm. it is pretty popular, especially if people are just staying in Victoria for Christmas. But So, 
I don't know. I, off Good the top deal. of my head, I don't really know any. I don't. Yeah, I can't name any restaurants, but I'm pretty sure I've done that with my family before. Where yep. none of none of us wanted to cook, and we all just went to a restaurant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some joke messages. <laughs> People saying um, Denny's, which is not a joke actually. That probably would be open. And there's a type of like weird, chaotic rolling the whole family into Denny's on Christmas evening that I kind of like. Having a grand slam for Christmas, that's yeah, not the worst thing in the great. world. Country fried steak, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure they do a turkey dinner as well. Uh, someone says McDonald's, but that reminds me of the, there's like a letter Kenny joke saying that McDonald's and Tim's and the liquor store are all closed on Christmas Day, and that's pretty much your whole world right there. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but the one that, the really good suggestion that I keep getting is the Empress. Oh, yeah. Apparently, someone says that they're open for brunch, lunch, dinner, and drinks all Christmas Day at the Empress. And I believe that's probably where must have been at, like, my dad works at uh, the Empress. Mm. So it must have been either at the Empress or a Fairmont that we actually had a really good Christmas dinner at. I I think that's what I'm remembering. Yeah, they do Christmas dinners really well. It's kind of sounding really good right now to Mm -hmm. me, like... I'm thinking maybe next year I have an Empress Christmas. Yeah. You know, you get a room and uh, they do it up with the lights and the trees are all on display there oh, usually, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, it's not a bad un place to be on Christmas Day. There's mm-hmm. a lot of Christmas ghosts in there, too. I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> full of Christmas ghosts, yes. Uh, and apparently they also deliver. The Empress's the kitchens are humming and they deliver on Christmas Day. Nice. Evidently. This is what I'm hearing on Zone's text line. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Afternoon Zone today. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's enough. Yeah. Uh, hey. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> uh, right? so I, go, ah, I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, all of that. That's how I'm feeling. I know. Um, but let's, we'll get to all that later. You and I just had a really lovely experience, didn't we? Yeah, we had a great morning. We went over to our place, and they had their annual Christmas dinner or lunch happening over there. Mm -hmm. And uh, a whole bunch of people from the community came out and volunteered and helped serve an amazing meal. Yeah. Uh, Including, you know, like stuffing and turkey gravy. We had mashed potatoes and vegetables. It was great. We all make fun of Jason Lamb that he eats a plate of food, which he did again this time. (laughs) Yep. Um... (laughs) But I can't really blame him because it smells amazing and it looks good. And I took a bite off of Jason's plate and it was really delicious. And it's so wonderful. You know, what struck me is like, it was incredible to be there. Mm-hmm. And because it's Christmas, it was like all hands on deck. Mm-hmm. And so what I really felt like at our place, because well, I've never been to our place before. I've, uh, I feel like a ghoul even just saying that. I, I should have been there every Christmas and Thanksgiving and a couple of other times throughout the year since I moved here. Because mm-hmm. they do such incredible work there. Um, and what, it, what struck me today for the Christmas meal was... You had these the people who work there and volunteer there full time who are always there who are literally angels on earth. They're so sweet and they're dealing with so many people and yes. yeah, coordinating volunteers and staff and then making sure everyone's fed and yeah. taken care of and are they're still just so sweet. It's really amazing. They have it down to such a, a great system there as well, where they're like a you know, a well oiled machine. Yeah. So it was these angels. And then today it was like us and a bunch of politicians. So a bunch of devils. No. <laughs> it's like the angels and the devils working together no. to serve people. For, well, that's who it was, right? It was a bunch of politicians. And you know what was funny too? Did you, did you, because you and I and Jason and Jade were all on the line. We we're all mm-hmm. like putting the food on plates or plating. And then the 
the politicians, the VIP, were like the people going through the line and they were out serving. Yeah. So they were waiting in front of us and they were all talking work. They were talking about the bridge and about everything <laughs> that we talk about on the radio as well. I just thought it was funny. It was classic. They were talking yeah. about everything you would expect them to, which is great because they're doing their job when they're not <laughs> on their job. Yeah. It's like Murray Rankin was there and like Lisa, Mary Lisa Helps. Helps and they're chatting about bridges. And Elizabeth yeah. May was there too. It was yeah. so nice to see them out though. They're all so sweet and really like wanted to meet everyone yeah, and, and get to know everyone, which was awesome. It was good. So uh, kudos. Good job to everyone, uh, the, the people who put on the the dinner there at our place. It was really, like, thanks for having us. That's yeah, a great experience. It's amazing. Shortbread cookies. This is my one of my favorite Christmas treats that you only get this time of year is the shortbread. Mm-hmm. So good. It really tastes so simple, but so delicious. So buttery. Mm-hmm. You know I was thinking about yesterday, too, about this is, here's one for you eggnog haters out there. This is what eggnog does to me. Art's raising his hand like he hates eggnog. Do you, you you crush eggnog, right? I just had some in my coffee. You're the one who had all that vegan eggnog, right? Yeah, I'm, I mean... Just for fun, though. Just yeah, like I just wanted just... to try the almond one, and it was really good. It wasn't as thick as mm. the regular eggnog, right. you know, so you could actually crush it. With Sometimes. eggnog, I like to put it in my coffee, like classic eggnog, because it's thick, and it kind of makes it almost like a nice fancy latte or whatever. I don't know what the deal is, but oftentimes, I get, it's like a... It's a roulette wheel for me mm. with the uh, eggnog and the coffee. Sometimes, I don't know what it is, eggnog doesn't give me heartburn. Coffee doesn't give me heartburn. But some, for some reason, eggnog in my coffee gives me the most brutal heartburn. Ooh. I don't know what that is. Like some chemical reaction between <laughs> the nog and the coffee. But it's such a lovely Christmassy thing. Like, is yeah. there a better thing to drink on Christmas morning than a nice hot steaming cup of joe with a frothy eggnog in there? So good. <laughs> And finally, Dano says, shout out to Smooth Sailing on Douglas. Yeah! Oh, is it now? Smooth Sailing! Yeah, love to hear it's Smooth Sailing out there. Yeah. want to hear that it's Smooth Sailing everywhere. I want that snow melted, put those warm vibes out there, and get it hot to tots. sailing on the Malahat, but it's not. No, no it's pretty snowy over there, so snows. please drive slowly and carefully. Yes, but where it is smooth sailing, get out <laughs> Christmas this year, Jenny West sings the holiday favorites in a very Victoria way. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down the bike lanes. He makes sure he stops at the red lights, makes a three-point turn. Langford baby, slip some luckies under the tree for me. A light rail train to Vic to Langford, baby. Hurry down Millstream tonight. It's the spirit of Christmas for Victoria. Floaty the mascot was a jolly happy turd. He told us of sewage treatment plants, cause what we're doing now's absurd. Oh, Ten City. Oh, Ten City. Your space is now a playground. All your Christmas classics with different words because of Victoria. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is 
Order now. Now, I wanted to start spreading some positive things because I know 2017 was a year of a lot. I mean, there was a lot of negative news stories, but there must have been some good things. So if you look back on the year of 2017, what were the best things to have happened to you? I think on my list, um, I mean, this new position in the afternoon zone has been so much fun. It's been new and exciting and sometimes overwhelming, but in a really good way has caused a lot of growth in my personal life and in my career, which has been fantastic. Talking to new zoners in the afternoon has been amazing as well. So thank you for your support on that. Um, Also, starting a podcast has been something that I wanted to do since I got into radio and that has been really fun as well. And thank you for listening to the PJ party podcast. Um, just if anyone listens at all, that's amazing. You know, I'm never expecting it. I'm just kind of doing it for fun. So that's really nice. And on top of that, I got a kitten this year and my happiness I think has increased by 50% at least because of this new kitten. Her name is lady Didymus. She's great. She's a fluff ball. I got an amazing text message from Brian who said, I had my firstborn daughter four weeks early while at Tall Tree Music Festival. The security came and found Brian and made it back in the nick of time to be there for her birth. That was pretty rad, he says. Yeah, that's incredible. And I'm so happy that they were able to find you at Tall Tree. I know it can be very hectic, but man, what are the chances? With me right now is Jay. Hi, Jenny. Um, What about you? What was the best thing to happen to you this year? Well, you know, it's kind of actually a combination because 2017 was just a really great year. It's been, for so many people, it was so terrible, you know? Mm -hmm. And a lot of bad things did happen in 2017, but so many great things happened. Mm -hmm. And uh, one thing for myself is uh, I finally got my novice, my my N, so I can drive by myself. I love that. That's very nice because, oh my gosh, I didn't have that freedom and now I do. Oh, I don't even... I don't. I can't remember what it was like. It was a life I don't want to remember. Yeah, on the you bus. were busing yeah. all everywhere. And everywhere. You would walk from a squimal to here. I love. I do days. like to do those big walks. Still, I'm a. I, I like to walk. So does my partner. He's a big walker. We could do like five k, no mm-hmm. prob. But how nice is it to just be like, oh, I've got this day off. I'm gonna go up island. Yeah, just for to a trip. drive. We can yeah. bring our dog places now that he's never been. You know, so that was cool. And then also um, my role in the music department, that was a huge thing for me this year because that's definitely been a huge goal of mine starting here mm-hmm. in 2010. When I wrote my entrance essay to BCIT, somewhere you went as well for radio school, it was that I wanted to be involved in the music department wherever I ended up in radio because it's definitely something I'm very passionate about. And so that was something to take off the list on 2017. That's amazing. You should be proud of yourself. Well, thanks. Yes. Good job. Uh, I'm thanks. proud of thanks you. Thanks for listening. Of course. You've had a great year. And 2018 is going to be really good as well. I can feel it. Now, this summer year, I really don't like to spend extra money on gift wrap. I find it just kind of wasteful as well. You know, you get out of this roll of paper 
that is only used for one thing, and that's to be ripped apart. You know, I just don't see the point in it. So I really like to go into my recycle bin and, and see what I can make into gift wrap, or sometimes maybe an old book, a cool newspaper. Um, I've used posters in the past that I didn't really want anymore. That actually went over really well. An old Pokemon poster from my my room in the early 2000s. Yeah, that was that was great. They love that. Hey, I'm listening to you talk about gift wrapping, and in the past, I've used dish towels and beach towels for kids' presents and everything, and then they got something useful in the end. Oh, that's smart. So you actually bought them the towels. Yeah, right. You buy dish towels, and everybody can always use new dish towels, and then you don't have to waste wrapping paper because I feel the same way. That's so smart. A few times when I did it for my daughter's friends for their birthdays, they just loved these beach towels. It was almost a bigger hit than the toys. (laughs) I know Paul's gone, so I really appreciate you still listening. That's very nice. Hello, The Zone. Jenny, are you feeling lonely? I am. I don't have my co-host today. That's so sad. It is so sad. At least you could have like a puppy or something with you there. I should have brought my cat to work. Maybe tomorrow I'll I'll, uh, haul the litter box. I'm sure everyone would love me. Totally. More than they already do, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I meant to call in to catch Paul before he went away to thank him for the best Christmas gift idea. What was that? The uh, box of cereal in a a cool bowl. Oh, nice. What kind of cereal did you go with? Okay, so conducting a bit of a survey, you got to figure out who you're giving to, right? Because it's like, are they more fruit loop or Mm. are they honeycomb? Mm. Or they kind of shredded wheat. Yeah, there's, there's a different a personality psychology. type attached to every cereal. Totally. totally. <sighs> and then my buddy says, totally does fly fish guiding. Mm-hmm. And he's going to bring cereal for his clients. But he's going to bring a thermos of steamed milk. Steamed milk. I've heard a lot about this. Yeah, that's what he said. Okay, I got to try this. Because, yeah, every time we mention cereal on the radio, we get like five texts about steamed milk and cereal. So it's clearly <laughs> a popular thing. Something to try, right? Well, enjoy every moment and uh, best of the season. Aw, thank you. You as well. Thanks for calling in. (laughs) Bye, Daddy. Bye. So I took his advice and I I brought a puppy into the studio. So today my co-host is a golden retriever named Indy. She, in many ways, is a lot like Paul Postino. Dogs and Paul share very similar attributes. Um, One of them being sometimes uh, she doesn't like to sit down when I tell her to. Paul's the same way. And uh, they both overeat and then get tummy aches, you know, and the toots, which is never fun to be in a studio trapped with that. Um, Indy has this tendency to get really excited when they see someone new and then pee. Sometimes, you know, Paul has accidents. And uh, the other one is that they both can't sit still. So really, it's kind of like Paul Plastino is here in puppy form. This is Quarter to News in the Afternoon Zone. Here's Jenny West. A car from an Amtrak passenger train is dangling off a bridge after the train derailed and plunged onto traffic below. There are at least six deaths on the train, but miraculously, nobody on the highway was killed. What? Uh, yeah. That's incredible. And it just, it was amazing to see. I don't know if you saw any of the footage, but like the place that it derailed, it could have been, it couldn't have been in a worse spot, right? It was the one bridge over the highway of just cars going underneath in uh, Tacoma, Washington. Yeah. It was brutal. There's still, you know, there's some people in critical condition and things like that. But uh, yeah, six people have died. The, okay. The way that Jason told it this mm-hmm. morning and the way that just the news was coming out, yeah. I um, uh, texted to family that I have in Seattle and we, because it just sounded like, 
I mean, a train derailing and going onto a highway. Yeah. I assumed half the population of Seattle had perished. Just the way that, oh. like, I mean, like, can you imagine at rush hour, a passenger train? It was a passenger train, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, the Amtrak, the one yeah. that goes from Vancouver to Portland. Oh my God, a passenger train onto the highway. I just was like, this is going to be the worst thing ever. So I, it's actually so quite it was miraculous. A, yeah, it was a bridge over top of the highway and it was God. one car that fell off the bridge and hit some cars below. Right. Um, so the people who were on the train, yeah, there were six deaths. Um, but the people underneath, um, some serious injuries, but... God, um, okay. I mean, it's still horrible. It's terrifying. It's still an awful terrifying thing, but yeah, I'm glad it's not way, way worse. Yeah, I was on that train last year. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, an official who was briefed on the investigation says signs indicate that the train may have hit something. Victoria's single-use plastic bag ban is taking effect July 1st. City councillors have agreed to implement the new bylaw, which would mean businesses will be prohibited from providing customers with single-use plastic bags. Now, what they will be able to provide is paper or reusable bags to customers, but they must have a minimum fee of 15 cents for paper bags and $1 for reusable bags. And then that's going to increase to $0.25 and $2 on July 1st, 2019. And businesses on top of that could be fined for providing customers a bag without asking if they want one or providing a bag for free of charge. Fines could uh, range from $100 to $10,000 for corporate offenders and between $50 and $500 for individuals for every offense. Enforcement is not set to begin, though, until 2019, so we're just going to get used to it, Mm. and then once we're all kind of used to it, that's when uh, the fines could be happening. Wow, a whole year. Mm -hmm. People are going to hoard plastic bags, I think. Yeah. People who, like me, I use them to clean the cat box. Well, that's the thing, too, is I I was thinking about all the bags that um, grocery stores already have in the back. Mm. So retailers will be allowed to use their existing bag stock up uh, to January 2019 without penalty. Okay. So you just use up those bags and then uh, from then on. Try and get another use out of them. Exactly, yeah. The federal ethics commissioner says Prime Minister Justin Trudeau violated several conflict of interest rules last Christmas when he vacationed on a private island in the Bahamas owned by the Aga Khan. Mary Dawson says Trudeau violated the section of the law that prohibits a minister or family member from accepting gifts or advantages that could be seen as influencing government decisions. Trudeau says he takes full responsibility for what had happened. I've always considered the Aga Khan a close family friend, which is why I didn't clear this family trip in the first place. But given the commissioner's report, I will be taking all precautions in the future. What were you going to say, Paul? Oh, just that I don't... Yeah, this was a risky one to begin Mm -hmm. with. I was reading a different thing that said that, uh, you know, he had never actually even spoken to the Aga Khan for 30 years previous to becoming the liberal leader. It was only after he became liberal leader that they restruck this close family friendship. So that looks a little dodgy and clearly something's going on. But I don't understand why. Look at Awesome. A cool vacation on a private island. That sounds so fun. I want to do that too. Yeah. Oh, but you can't do it right now because you're the prime minister of a country. Yeah, and it's associated with this certain thing. Yeah. Could you wait for a little while? Could you wait till you're not prime minister of a certain country anymore? I know your kids are growing up fast and everything like that. And just, oh gosh, the years just go by faster (laughs) and faster all the time. And uh, every Christmas is a blessing and a precious one. But could you just hold off on the private islands? Could you go to a different private islands? Just pay for your own private island for a bit? Yeah. Some really nice all-inclusive deals to Mexico this time. Of year. <laughs> Why didn't he just do that? Like, I yeah, don't... it does look a little, a little sketchy, but Why? it's good that he's taking full responsibility and yada yada.
Um, do you remember that photo that was going around? It was an investigative journalism piece, and it was a, a scuba diver, and there was a whole bunch of like cloudy fish guts coming out of one of the pipes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that was from a uh, farmed salmon processing plant, and it was gushing into the Discovery Passage just off of like northern Vancouver Island. And BC's Environment Minister George Heyman says that the province is taking steps to ensure any discharge from fish processing or aquaculture operations doesn't endanger wild salmon and that discharge from the plants don't carry any contaminants or pathogens. So, yeah. yeah, they're looking into it and they're taking steps in the right direction. Well, that's good because I'd like to know more about it. I, You know, it's like, it sure looks bad when you get this pipe that's just, you know, as wide as of a... Uh, wide enough for a human being to just scuba right into it. Yeah, that's just just this cloud of blood and guts and horror and like horror show, bel- belching out into the ocean. It sure didn't look good, but no. you know it's like you don't know. You never know. It's like, oh yeah, that's totally fine. Maybe that's just one part per trillion, and it's it's never going to bother anybody, and it doesn't make a difference to the ecosystem. And maybe it's good for the ecosystem. You never know, right? Yeah. But it sure looked like something was going on, and we'd like to know. Well, about that it. yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's a whole bunch of blood from from fish, and yeah, the chances of pathogens being in there and really? diseases, and it actually tested positive for a lot of diseases and things like that. Oh, no. So, yeah, it's it was it wasn't good. No, definitely not. But I mean, fish blood. What happens when like a seal bites a fish and goes like? I mean, and blood all goes yeah, everywhere. Yeah, there's a bit, but the amount that was gushing out of those pipes, no good. Right. Okay. The Canadian Newsmaker of the Year title has been awarded. Uh, Paul, can you guess who it is? Canadian Newsmaker of the Year? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Gord Downey. Of course, right? Of course. Yeah, for the second time in a row, uh, the Tragically Hip singer was selected in a survey of news editors and broadcasters by the Canadian press. party podcast for the year 2017 i'm so excited to get out of here right now i'm off to i'm um, flying to ontario i'm having a white christmas mm-hmm. which is sweet and um i've been saying for years it's like christmas doesn't mean anything to me because it's for children same like with star wars this is something for children <laughs> well throwback to the beginning there but um yeah so i'm excited to go and spend it with my nephew in ontario and that's what i'm gonna do how about you oh that'll be lovely yeah. i'm uh, going back to my hometown-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, see my mom and my sisters over on the mainland. Uh, just a, a few days over there and then jetting back really quick, nice. doing some more work and seeing the boyfriend's family as well. So yeah, kind of a back ahead. and forth. Yeah, I'll yeah. be on the ferry on Christmas. but Actually, will Oh, you? yeah. Wow. Christmas on the ferry. Christmas day on the ferry. Oh, yeah. Are you going to treat yourself to the buffet? I think it's only oh, right. I've n- actually never had the buffet <gasps> on the ferry. Really? So I'm going to have a Christmas buffet meal. What time of day are you doing it? Oh, like midday. Oh, a Christmas brunch on the ferry. It's magically a mystical place to spend Christmas. Yeah, I mean, right on the water. What better way? You're going to love it. I think it'll be good. (laughs) Well, I'll talk to you uh, in the new year then. And um, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have a good holiday as well. Mm -hmm, Me too. Bye.